Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hi. Welcome to the Fix Your Sex Podcast, where we talk all things sex. I'm your host, Amina, and I am a sacred sex coach, tantric body worker, pleasure activist, and all-around sexual revolutionary. I'm here to share my thoughts and hot takes on how and why we're still having bad sex in the 21st century and to provide you with some solutions and tips so that you can start to have great sex for the rest of your life. Um, quick disclaimer, this podcast is for grown-ups, and there are sensitive topics being discussed. So if you are under 18 or if conversations about sex and the use of profanity bother you, you might want to leave now. You've been warned. All right, on today's show, I'm going to talk about yoni eggs anal orgasms, and the ritual of masturbation. But first, we will start with the pro-ho tip. This podcast's pro-ho tip is brought to you by the Atlanta Institute of Tantra. That's right, this episode doesn't actually have a true sponsor, so fuck it. Shameless plug time. Um, We are in our membership drive right now, and we are about 28 new members shy of our 2019 goal. We have just a little over two months left. And what I really want to do is march into 2020 with exactly what we need. And you can help with that. If you don't mind going to www.patreon.com forward slash ATL Tantra. Um, that will help us first. Just follow and um, be a part of it. If you can, though, you can join for as little as a dollar a month. At $5 a month, you start to get some pretty cool perks. $25, you start to get some free classes and workshops, all the way up to free sessions with me or one of um, the goddesses here at the Institute. So you should definitely check it out and consider supporting a wonderful effort that we have of creating a tantric community here in Atlanta and globally. Um, so yeah, that's our, that's the host. <laughs> that's the, 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 um, Sponsor of the Proho Tip today, it's me. The Proho Tip, though, is go outside. <laughs> it's as simple as that. Um, if you're struggling with dating, and I, I don't care if you're dating for love or for money, if you're finding yourself having a hard time meeting the type of partners that you desire, get out the house. I constantly am talking to folks who we've just become so reliant on social media and online dating what's happening is we're not we're not interacting we're not engaging anymore we don't know what it's like to actually have a real conversation with the prospect or just to have a real conversation um increase your network you know there's more often than not at least it used to be the case people were introduced to people from people that they knew so maybe going out is not about finding that date right then, but it is about meeting someone and meeting and growing your own personal network so that you can start to meet people that are in alignment with you. 
Um, this is a, a tip from the old ho guard, really. Before Craigslist, before Backpage, and now after, you know, Craigslist and Backpage, B, BC and AC, um, we have we have to deal with going out and interacting with folks and um, reaching our clients at a different level. So you can take a tip, you can take some tips from the from the pro hoes and go out, go meet people, go be seen, get off the internet. Um, grow your network a bit, okay? All right, that's today's pro ho tip. Again, it's brought to you by the Atlanta Institute of Tantra, and you can learn more about us at www.patreon.com forward slash ATL Tantra. You can also go to atltantra.com um, and check us out there as well. On with the show. Um, so let me start by painting the scene, right? So you're hooking up with someone, you've decided, you found someone that's a suitable, um, intimate partner, and whether it's somebody that you've been with for a long time or someone that you just met tonight, and you move into your intimate space and there's a lot of heavy petting and eye gazing and loving touch, and and then you move into a space where you're going to be penetrated. And as the person penetrates you, they realize that there's something there. And you get the look on their face of what the fuck is in your pussy. Um, So welcome to the ancient yet somewhat new age practice of yoni eggs. And yes, you can wear them while you're actually having sex. Um, It's a common practice to actually have them on. On you know throughout throughout the day, so if you end up in the bed, there you go. You can pop it out if you want to, or you can leave it inside. And I'll talk more about that in a little bit. But um, but what is a yoni egg is a question I get often. I work with my clients. I coach around yoni egg usage, especially for um, people who are trying to awaken their yoni. Um, sometimes we can tend to have some dead spots in our yonis. Um, areas where we're not fully connecting or we're not feeling sensation. So having a yoni egg practice can help with that, but it also has a lot of other benefits for folks that are exploring sacred sexuality, learning more about um, about their bodies, and, and using crystals as a healing modality. Um, so what I tend to do with yoni eggs is, is teach about the history of them. I teach about how to use them, recognizing that the practice the practice is over 5,000 years or believed to be over 5,000 years old. We see um, the yoni egg depicted in ancient Indian um, Taoist art, uh, Chinese Taoist art. And we also see some mention of it in some ancient African and indigenous cultures as well. The medical community hates them. I'm just going to put that out there now. So once you start researching yoni eggs, you're going to see a number of doctors that will tell you, don't put this in your pussies. These are the same doctors that will shove an IUD up your ass and also um, have no qualms about telling a teenager to use um, a bleached tampon. So I'm not really sure how much I want to trust my pussy with their information and knowledge. Just saying. 
this is not and um you know not taking anything away from the 12 years of medical school that I'm very grateful that my doctor has um you know gone through I just think that the white centering or the European centering of knowledge of the body has hurt us more than it's helped us. And so I'm going to leave it at that. You can, of course, take all of the information that I'm going to provide to you with a grain of salt and theirs as well. Make your own decisions about your pussy. I have shoved far of many more things that probably shouldn't have been inside of me um, than a yoni egg. And I'm guessing that most people that are listening to my podcast that have pussies are thinking probably somewhere along the same thing. Um, from vibrators with toxic chemicals that are FDA approved and um, the like, the list just goes on of things that we're constantly putting inside of us that... Um, you know that could if our if our pussies weren't as powerful as they are propose some um some heavy risks right a yoni egg is not one of those things first of all I want to start there <laughs> i know that they sued um Gwyneth Paltrow not too long ago because on her website goop I don't know if it's her website, but Goop, the website, they were selling yoni eggs. And Gwyneth Paltrow was talking about how much she really loved her yoni egg practice and how amazing it was. And they touted all these health benefits. And and so um, they got sued. So I'm not going to tout a bunch of health benefits. What I'm going to tell you is some basic information and um, and the health benefits of that can come from the information that I believe. All right. So let's start with that. First of all, where do you get an Ioni egg is the question that you should be asking. And I just want to say for starters, not fucking Amazon. So let's start with some of the basic questions. One of the questions I get the most is where do I get one? Of course, I have them when I'm, but I don't sell them. I sell them when I'm working with a client or if I am offering a session um, or my Yoni Day parties. So where I'm teaching and coaching around the guidance of how to use Yoni egg. So to sell the actual egg is not my personal practice. It doesn't mean that you can't buy one. You can. I just recommend that. Whoever you're buying a yoni egg from, that you have a bit of a relationship with. Don't just buy a yoni egg if you're just going to get one and like a list of instructions. I really feel like moving through a meditation with a yoni egg, understanding how to use the yoni egg, all of these things are, are really personal, um, personal bits of information. When I was younger and I we used a tampon for the first time. I remember how uncomfortable it was because I was inserting it incorrectly. And a yoni egg is much more solid than a tampon. So you want to make sure that you have someone that can coach and guide you around its usage, first of all. Um, when you get one, there are so many yoni eggs out there. I've seen them in all kinds of stones, some of which I wouldn't let go anywhere near my pussies. So that's important also that you have someone that has a general understanding of crystals and healing properties and porosity and things of that nature. Um, and you also want to make sure that you're buying your yoni egg from someone who's a trusted source. So 
I make sure that any egg I'm going to use is um, gemologically sound so that it's certified. I know that I'm getting my egg from a, a viable source that's not being mined incorrectly and things of that nature. So that's first of all. Um, also, if you can't figure out, like if you, let's say you don't have access, you might be listening to me and you're like in, I don't know, small town, wherever, and you're unable to find the types of yoni eggs that will be of benefit, There's, or you don't know where to start, I would start with jade. The practice goes back to jade yoni eggs, and I would just start with what is already known. Um, there are three main types that I would work with typically, and that's jade, black obsidian, and rose quartz um, in that order. And, and neither one of them um, should be particularly hard to find. You just want to make sure that you're getting it from a trusted source. So that's for one. Um, when it comes to using the yoni egg, you really are just putting it in your pussy. That's it. Um, you should obviously prepare it first, as you would do with anything that you're going to put into your pussy. Um, that means making sure it's clean. Um, I like to speak intention and meditation into my yoni egg. The um, There's a lot that you can do to prepare it. Cleansing it with hot water, cleansing it with Florida water, um, things like that to make sure that energetically it's cleansed as well as physically. pH is a thing, right? Vaginal pH is your um, your your body wants to maintain a, a pH balance, and putting something in that is not clean or that has cracks and therefore has uh, the space for bacteria to go into these are all dangers that you don't really need on your pussy or in your pussy. So be careful about things like that. Um, if you ever were to purchase a yoni egg and it arrived and you have a crack or, and you'll know this once you get home and you put it in water because the bubbles will start to come. Once that happens, you need to call the person and get a refund, send your yoni egg back or, um, just, you know, use it as a, as a healing stone in other ways, not internally. Um, you can the yoni eggs are they're crystals, so crystal healing is a is a part of the process, right? Otherwise, you can do like Benoit balls if you just wanted to strengthen your pelvic floor through Kegel exercises. There are Kegel balls that are sold at sex toy shops, and there's all these other things. But um, you, you there are spiritual properties that are in the actual stones that will help your body and your chakra system come into alignment. Now, let's say you are not that woo. I understand. I sound crazy when I talk about stones and chakras and spirituality. And that's fine. I'm going to let you do you. I'm not here to be an evangelical chakra guru. That's not my job. Um, but there are there is um, yoni breathing and yoni yoga, which helps to strengthen your pelvic floor. When you strengthen your pelvic floor, um, and this is the medical community saying this, not about the yoni eggs, but about a strong pelvic floor, that you will um, immediately, you, you will, not immediately, but you'll start to notice more intense, excuse me, you'll start to notice, let me start that back over, you'll start to notice more intense orgasms, um, you'll have a stronger grip during penetrative sex, so that can be more enjoyable for you and your partner. A big one to me, and I used to be a CrossFit coach, and a lot of times when I would coach women into burpees 
or um, double unders, jumping rope, then once their feet hit the ground and that jump, they'd leak a little bit. And so a lot of women who had had children recently, who had young children, didn't want to participate in burpees and jump ropes and things like that, box jumps, because they knew that they would have a little bit of leakage. So strengthening the pelvic floor also helps to reduce those symptoms of incontinence um, and, and promote healing after vaginal childbirth. We currently in our society just really kick women out and go, go home after they have a baby and then help get your ass back to work. And so there's not a whole lot of healing around the, the vaginal canal. And so this offers that as well. Um, it also can help to treat uterine prolapse and reduce the risk of uterine prolapse. So there are some medical sound um, benefits that are associated with a strong pelvic floor. Kegel exercises contribute to a strong pelvic floor. That's how you build those muscles. You can use the yoni egg for Kegel exercises as well. Okay. Um, but you can also have penetrative sex. Like I said, you, you know, in the scene where I painted earlier, like there you are with penetrate, someone's penetrating you and there's that yoni, that a yoni egg will, um, just increase the actual connectivity of touch in your yoni. So the sensation that you receive from touch, which may not be received on all sides of the yoni at once. Now that you have something else in there, it just fills it up a little bit more. And that filling sensation is very grounding. And it also just feels really fucking good for some people. Um, it's something that you can try out. So, um, yeah, yoni eggs. <laughs> I wanted to start there. If you're interested in um, learning more about yoni egg usage or even becoming a coach so that you can help other women uh, become aware of yoni egg usage, learn how to use it. I encourage you, encourage you, encourage you to come and find me. Come reach out to me. I will help you with the practice. It's something that I love to do. I know there's some other folks out there. So if you don't want to learn online or you're not in Atlanta, you can still reach out to me. I know some folks in Vegas and um, Oakland, as well as New York that I should be able to direct you to. Okay. So Enough about pussy. Let's talk about assholes. This year, we kicked off the Atlanta Tantra Festival with a little bit of yoga, and then we jumped straight into anal sex. Um, for those of you that were there, the class, the morning class on Saturday was amazing. If you missed it, Michelle Hunt, who is a specialist, um, he works with psychosexual, he's a psychosexual therapist, and he does couples therapy, and he led a class on anal sex. And I'm going to have Michelle as a guest on soon so that he can expand more into his areas of expertise. But this class was really important to me as I'm a big fan of the elusive anal orgasm. And, um, and I really do believe that anal sex brings harmony to and helps to activate the root chakra of the receiver. So I... I needed to have that class and I wanted to talk a little bit since that class just about being able to experience the anal orgasm. So many people don't realize that that's a thing. And I think for many of us, we have this, um, this stigma around 
anal sex. It's something that we joked about in high school and, you know, the, there's an internalized homophobia that won't even let some people have go anywhere near the anus. And, um, and then there's also the pain, right? There's the accidental probing of the anus that might have happened or some sex that wasn't necessarily how you thought it was going to go because neither one of you knew what the fuck you were doing. And so you were like, all right, that's it. No anal sex again. I'm dragging myself right now. That was my first experience. So I just, I, I want to talk about it because it's, I'm a pleasure slut. So if it doesn't feel good, I don't want any parts of it. And I think that once we actually learn more about anal sex and how how it works, how to make it, how does it feel good? Like what's going on? What am I doing wrong? How do I do this right? Then we can start to um we can start to have have those anal orgasms and and really start to awaken that kundalini energy. Um the root chakra, which is like just so you know it's the chakra number one, it's located right at the area like where your coccyx bone sits between the anus and the perineum. And that's where your kundalini energy is stored. And we can use anal sex as a way to arouse and awaken kundalini energy. We just have to get around all of the other shit, pardon the pun. Um, So there's a couple, a few steps that we need to do, I think, to help. And I'm going to have a show dedicated to all things anal coming up very soon. So this is just like me tapping on the on the door of anal sex. <laughs> There's just way too many puns available for this this part of the show. But you have to release ego, um, both partners, right? And you have to prepare for the ease of anal sex. And um, one of my favorite things to do once I'm able to kind of prepare myself spiritually, emotionally, and physically, because there's all these steps to it for anal sex, is then working to really use my breath to move energy up the spine, use visualization to move the energy up the spine. Some of the same techniques I talk about in all other forms of sex. So, um in order for your energy to flow, you need your asshole to be relaxed. So the tight ass trope is a very real thing. Uh, and a lot of us are running around with clenched ass cheeks. Like we just are. We sit too much. We hold our tension in our anus. We are uptight about things. We have too much to do. We are in kind of this this state where we are constantly in need of of something to satiate. So we're clenched up, ready to receive something that we don't really need. Um, this is when you have this tight asshole, like go ahead and just do an asshole check right now. Are you clenching? Uh, is it fully relaxed? Are, is your pelvic floor relaxed while you're listening to me while you're driving or whatever you're doing that, that has you listening to this podcast? Um, a lot of us just squeeze it really tight throughout the day or we hold it like that all all day long all our lives and so learning to relax our asshole is going to be one of the first steps to help us with anal orgasms and in life in general like just learning to relax a little bit through the ass stop being such a tight ass it's also when you have that that sensation um, when you realize that your asshole is clenched most of the day or often enough 
then you, uh, one of the things that should come up for you is that there are some chakra blockages in, in lower chakras. And there's work that we can do to allow that energy to flow. But, um, but relaxing into it is, is one of the things. So relax your thinking about the asshole first and foremost. Stop, you know, whatever it is that's prohibiting you from accessing the ass. For many people, that's pain. If pain is what is like prohibiting you from pleasure, then let's fix that. Because anal sex should not be painful. Sex should not hurt unless you're into some painful things and that's how you're going to get off. But as a general rule, sex should not be painful. Sexual intercourse should not be painful. There may be a moment of two, a moment or two of discomfort as you adjust and try to figure it all out. Um, but it shouldn't hurt. It's not supposed to hurt. So moving past the the concept, the idea of pain, learning what types of lubes. Like for me, it's always going to be a silicone based lube. I do not, um, I do not enjoy sex with in, anal sex with any other type of, of lubricant. Um, also, are you comfortable touching your own ass and or playing with your own ass? I think for many people, folks, if it's how hard is it going to be to let somebody else play with your ass when you're terrified of your own ass? Right. So um, I don't think I've said ass this much in a very long time. But anyway, play with your own ass. Get familiar with it. Get comfortable with it. See what lubes work best for you. Um, There is a cannabis infused lube that I really enjoy putting a little bit in the silicone just because it helps to increase sensation for me. Um, I'm not sure if I can talk about it, though, on the radio. Because I know there's some like FCC rules, so I won't name any brands. But if you are, um, if you want to know, DM me. <laughs> okay. Um, so yeah. So anyway, my two takeaways for anal orgasms until my ass show are just relax the way that you think about your asshole first of all, and then literally relax, relax your asshole. Those are my two takeaways for. Um, for anal orgasms as you start to move into it. And I'm going to have a whole show about it very, very soon. So just stay tuned and, um, and we'll go over, over other information. If you have questions about anal sex, shoot them over to me, info at atltantra.com. I will not answer them via email. Don't worry. Um, or don't wait for a response. I'm going to just collect questions for the booty show. So just keep um, keep those questions coming in. Let me know. All right. Finally, I want to explore a little bit about the ritual of masturbation. I, one of my favorite, well, I have too many. I can't say favorites. A quote that I really like. Let's start there. Um, from Patricia Johnson says, Tantra is the magic of transforming your consciousness and thereby transforming your entire being. Your body is the most powerful tool for um, bringing about this transformation. I love to use Tantra as a transformative tool. And the ritual of masturbation is a part of that exercise for me. Um, We all have all of these rituals that we do in life, whether we realize it or not. We're pretty ritualized beings. Unfortunately, many of those rituals have to do with someone else and not necessarily us ritualizing our own pleasure. 
So I use masturbation. I create a ritual of masturbation um, that just sexualizes the concept of ritual. And I'm not, again, this is a tantric practice, so I'm never really working for orgasm. I'm not even oftentimes doing a lot of, of friction or things like that, where I'm more just bringing myself into a space where I remember, I remind myself in the morning before I get out of bed that I am worthy of pleasure and that pleasure is in my body. Nothing else that's going to happen after this is going to be bad because I already know what I have the potential to be in my body. So starting there is important. One of the things that I do or, or that I learned about that made me start doing this was the um, concept of Yoni Puja. And Puja is often loosely translated as worship, but I feel like it's something much more divine than that. It's much bigger than worship. It's, it's, it's more sacred than worship. I feel like worship to me as a word, I think about going to church or going to the mosque and doing like, you know, some, some basic requirements and then going back to a regular life. Whereas worship, um, puja to me is more an act of devotion, something that you carry with you that you start and then just move through the rest of the day with. So, um, in my ritual of masturbation, I like to use um, some of the concepts that are there as a part of puja in um, in Hindu uh, tantra philosophies. So, what does that look like for me? Well, for one, it looks like bringing in all five of the senses and recognizing and honoring the divine that is in me. I start with. Um, I think you can just make a checklist of the five senses and and start with each one and make sure that they're all going to be covered and give yourself a few minutes. So for me, I start with sound, my hearing, making sure that I've created a bomb-ass playlist. Um, and sometimes that changes. The playlists are never, never the same always. I have some. I just got some new music. Some of my playlists are very spiritual and just like drumming music, but sometimes I'll actually want to hear some lyrics. It depends on where I'm at mentally, what I'm into, but I just want want to have sounds that are high vibrational. Um, I'm not doing this to Cardi B's money, for example. Although you could, I guess, but for me, it's just not it's not the vibration that I want to want to have at Ritual. Um, I also want to make sure that the aromas are nice. So I do a lot of hand blends of oils, using essential oils, having candles around um, that are fragrant and familiar, having other scents around. Um, my, my lube that I use is just a blend of oils that I use for my actual yoni so having something like that is helpful, but just making sure that there are scents that are pleasant to you that bring into mind sensuality and consciousness. Um, sight is brought in by, for me, with visualization. So I know I'm also a big sight person. I think that you should make sure that the environment is pretty clean and beautiful, well-decorated. But I also believe that you should close your eyes and go into visualization practices. This is how I use masturbation for manifestation. So whether you're visualizing 
the deity that you would like to offer, um, you know, a representation of, of, of your worship to, or whether you're seeing yourself, especially at the point of climax, like for me, seeing myself in whatever I'm manifesting or with whatever I'm manifesting is really important. Having that that inner sight, so not just the visual sight from the outside, but that insight as well. Using touch to um, both on your genitals, obviously, but also on your whole body and and at the end on your third eye. So I always have to close my masturbation meditation with one hand on my third eye and one hand on my belly and just moving from there. That's how I like to ground in at the end. Um, and then taste. Now, I personally, because I have a yoni, like to offer the taste of my own nectar um, to myself as a closing of the ritual but everybody's not tasting themselves, unfortunately. So if you don't want to taste yourself as an offering, you can always use something like water, um, which is the sense of taste. Um, it's a sacral chakra um, element, and taste is the sense that's associated with the sacral chakra. So sometimes just having some water next to the bed, maybe with some like fruit in it, things like that, creating a ritual around it. Ritual is also something that you do regularly, so um, don't let this be a one-time occurrence. Allow yourself to see and recognize the divine in yourself before you go out and engage with everyone else. You have to see it so that they can see it. These are the rules. All right, that's all I got today. I'm going to keep it short. I'm trying to keep my podcast under 30 minutes now so that you can get on with your lives and I can get on with mine. But thank you for tuning in and for being a part of this journey. Don't forget to go find us on Patreon and support us if you can, ATL Tantra. Um, I'm on Instagram as well at ATL Tantra. Pretty much everything ATL, like the airport code, T-A-N-T-R-A. You'll find me. I look forward to having you around for the next one and hopefully seeing you at a Tantra Tuesday workshop soon. Until then, go and have some great sex. Aloha and ahuiho. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. 